I was trying to think of something wacky to start off with, and to be honest with you, I can't think of it. Hello, this is uh, the Evan McCabe podcast. This show contains strong language, uh, sexual un- sexual and ra- racial banter that some people may be upset or f- offended by. If you are easily offended, please do not listen to this podcast. Again, we're still looking for uh, people to sponsor us um, uh, in affiliate programs. If you are interested in that, uh, please um, drop me an, a tweet at the fox what what the fox what 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 spelt O W T O W T. However, if you wish to help out the show, uh, in the link in the description there will be a Amazon affiliate page. If you can bookmark that, or whenever you do want, uh, whenever you do want to buy something, um, please uh, use that link. Search for whatever you want to buy. And um, it doesn't even matter if you change your long, uh, mind. As long as you click on that link, um, Amazon will remember whatever you buy, um, regardless of that visit of of visiting that page. Um, and they will give and they will throw a little something something my way. Um, this is to improve the quality of the show, and uh, basically uh, to pay my bills as well. Um, obviously, the reason why. The reason why I'm doing this in the first place is to improve my social skills um, and uh, to feel better about myself Um, because I am an Aspie. I am someone who suffers from uh, anxiety and uh, socializing. So that's I I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, this that was that's the reason why I'm doing this. It's to um, to feel better about myself because I feel terrible. (laughs) <laughs> that was awkward. Um, sorry for that. Um, so yeah, if you if if you're not buying anything, uh, please 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 consider uh, donating to uh, my PayPal. Uh, my PayPal um, uh, link will be in the description. Um, it's a secure, safe um, uh, website that it will take you to. Um, in your browser, it should have a little thing that says uh, PayPal Inc. or something along those lines. And that's to indicate that um, however much you donate um, it will be a secure and safe transaction. So you don't have to worry about, um, you know, people in Africa getting it. I shall get all of your, oh, unless, uh, I think I think PayPal will, uh, will take a little bit of a percentage off. But I will get the majority of the money that you send. And coming in at three minutes, I'm getting better and better at these intros. I've warned you uh, that there will be strong, there will be strong language, there will be banter that you uh, may find a little upsetting if you are easily offended. So there's not much else to say, but this is the Evan McCabe podcast episode number four. Number four. <laughs> Evening, Squire.
time. Greetings. Alright? Your mum. This is the Evan McCaper Podcast episode. Oh, no, shit, I've already done that. Um, uh, I love this nervous energy that happens when I start talking. Because, like, you don't you don't know what it's like. Fuck you, mum, you don't know my story. Basically, um, I was, I was, I just managed to get out of the house, which is an achievement, even though it was like 10 minutes before the shops actually closed, but damn it, I got out of the house, which is always a good, good thing. Um, and, um, I got back, I dropped off my shopping and I thought, right, I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do a podcast and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to have this sink into this link and this link sink into this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and then I pressed the record button (laughs) and then I pressed the record button and it all goes progressively downhill from here. Fucking A. Uh, how you doing? Personally, I hate that question because... If you tell someone the truth and you're feeling shit, then they'll be like, um, no, I'm not all right, man. And then you have to sit there and, you know, console them or completely wipe them off. No, actually, no. I was going to I was going to say cut them off. But fuck it. When am I? When have I ever held back? So, yeah, no. Or, or they'll just cut you off. No, not wank you off because that's something completely different. But certainly um, belittle you. And they would be bastards. Um, or, you know, they could, they can, you know, a problem shared and all that. So, um, let's get into it. First things, th- first things first, let's see if I can tell you exactly what's going to happen on the show. There's no guest this week. Again, apologies. I fucked up. Basically, um, what happened was, is that the guy who I was going to be talking... Um, um, the playoffs with oh by the way um interesting um um nfl this week um new football league um segment coming up basically the um the guy who was meant to get onto the show um i overslept i I think it was like he was he was scheduled um i was scheduled to um be in a, a, a an interview with him uh ran about Anyway, the point is, I overslept, and it was like in the afternoon, something fucking ridiculous like that. And um, yeah, I was really gutted with myself, and I haven't I haven't contacted him since because I'm pretty much embarrassed if I'm if I'm being honest. You know, um, I went through all that trouble to to beg for a guest. Um, I managed to get a guest, and I overslept. Or maybe that's the depression there, just just being miserable. But for this show, uh, we've got um, the NFL coming up. We've got uh, a new section that I'd like, to, uh, which I'm still playing with its name, um, Fox Spots, as in my nickname is Fox. Um, actually, it's 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 my it was my stage name, but I'm, I think I'm getting a little too old to be a fox. Maybe I can be a silver fox. No, I can't because I'm receding. Um, so no. Um, so yeah, um, um, it, basically, it's a segment about um, wrestling. Now, this Sunday is the Royal Rumble, The this uh, Sunday, which will be the 25th of January. Um, so this weekend, it is the Royal Rumble. So we'll be talking about um, who I've got, who I think will um, succeed, who, who will do well, um, who won't do so well, and the, uh, and the lead up um, before and after wrestle. Sorry, um, 
before the Royal Rumble and certainly what's going to happen after the Royal Rumble. So that's going to be interesting. Also, we're going to be talking about page three. Page three has been quite controversial. Um, what I'm going to do for page three, I'm not 100% sure. As in, um, again, I was, I'm, I'm, being, I'm trying to get some guests on to talk about it. But um, this time, nobody's, um, nobody's biting. My God, I don't know if you can hear this, but um, um, my neighbours... Um, the thing is, it's not my neighbours above me. It's my neighbours, like, um, like one floor, two floors up from me. I can fucking hear them from here. It's crazy. And it's not even that bad of a, a time, if I'm being honest. It's like 20 to... Uh, 80 minutes to 11 on a Saturday night. So, yeah, fucking... Um, bowling but um on the flip side of that um yeah i mean these guys like to party more than i do and i and that really really pisses me off because i'm a party animal but to hear them from this letter from from here i don't know if i should be impressed or should be calling 999 i really don't these bastards are, are raving harder than me wankers um, you know what, fuck it, let's get into, um, wow, time is going around so slowly, but, um, let's go ahead and get into the, um, the NFL, maybe I should start coming up with like a, um, um, like a, um, what's it, a jingle, that's the word I was looking for, let me get back to you and see if I can get like a jingle or something, okay, so I, I was gonna start the, the NFL, um, with opening up with this stunning statement. Unless... No. Yeah, pretty much so. I don't give a flying fuck about Deflate Gate. As far as I'm concerned, unless something is being done, like fucking today, like a week before the, the, the uh, Super Bowl, then it's a non-issue. You know, and I'm talking about replacing um, the Patriots with the Colts or something stupid like that or pushing back. They wouldn't dare push back the um, the Super Bowl. They wouldn't dare. So I don't think the NFL, I mean, yeah, we've had the Ray Rice incident and this, that and the other. And, you know, players being fined and um, um, exclu- uh, excluded from, the NFL, uh, from their teams uh, because of them beating the shit out of their partners. I don't think anything is going to come off of this. Basically, I just think this is a crazy, um, a crazy thing um, that's happened, and the worst, that, the worst thing that can happen is them getting fined. But it's not like, say, like um, it's not like football in this country. Whereas, like Rangers, you look at um, Glasgow Rangers. Um, they did something so bad. I, I can't remember what, what, what it was. I believe it was match fixing, but they did something so bad. They got relegated to not one but two divisions, three, I believe, maybe three. But anyway, two divisions, and um, they're only now getting back into a situation of pa- well, I say power, but they um, uh, no, it's not it's not great for them. Um, if for anyone who doesn't know uh, Scottish football, basically, Glasgow Rangers um, 
have uh, have the biggest one of the world's biggest rivalries rivalries with um, Glasgow Celtic, and uh, th- and uh, it was literally a season long, um, not a season long. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, no, season long because um, one they'd be both um, jousting for Champion League places. But because Rangers have been relegated to um, two divisions, obviously they've lost a lot of players, they've lost a lot of money, they've lost a lot of income, you know, all the horrible things that um, when you go to hell, Satan is going to do to you, that's what Rangers, that's what Rangers are going through right now. Um, so I, you know, unless something as harsh as that happens to the Patriots, I think everyone should just take a chill pill. Chill pill. This is going to happen. It's going to be Patriots against the fucking rampant Seahawks. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I, um, I was, for some reason, I, I thought I was thinking about two weeks ago, but that was so not the case. My God, um. You should have seen my tweets on Twitter um, at the Fox. What what um, what spell O W T O W T? Um, I was going mental, particularly that first half. If I was actually, I said on Twitter at the time, I would love to see um, 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 time of possession for um, the Packers, and lo and behold, I was pretty much right. It was like it was, it was very telling what happened in that game. It was absolute domination. And it was amazing to see. Um, and I think the re- I think one of the reasons could possibly be, be, be because um, um, the Seahawks got called on a lot of defensive plays. I mean, it was almost like every 30 fucking, or every 30 seconds, flag, 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 flag. And then, um, obviously... Russell, oh dear, Russell Wilson, what a, I tell you what, it was, a, it was an amazing transformation because he did so terribly in that first half. It was, it was, I, I'm not going to lie, it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> just, it's it's never, it's, um, it's never fun when it's happening to you, but good God, when it happens to someone else, you fucking bastards, the Germans, Scheinfreude. Scheinfreude. Scheinfreude is basically um, the laugh at the misfortunes of others. <laughs> so just to just to see him have that bad of a day in that first half was frankly hilarious. And then the second half, my God. Overall, I think that was one of the best games of American football I've ever seen. And I've been a fan now. Well, this is probably... this is. This season I shall miss because this season has been the most in depth I've I've been looking at the game and not looking at the fucking um, the headlines. I don't give a flying fuck about the headlines. I don't care. All I care about most of the season um, until it, our season is over is how the Raiders do, and that's it. And then obviously um, once that's over, then we've uh, then. I kind of sit on my hands for a couple of for a couple of weeks, and then we start talking playoffs. By the way, next season I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm really thinking about doing a um, fantasy football, um, which may bring me 
I'm hoping I'm I'm just um, looking at the paperwork and doing the research. I'm hoping t- uh, a, a new um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, um, affiliate uh, program um, will come of it. Um, so yeah, um, I have an idea who I'm who I'd like to um, like to sign up for 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 fantasy football. Um, but I've not read the rules. <laughs> I've not read the rules of fantasy football. So, like, I used to play fantasy football in this country. Like, um, how it would work, I believe it's it's 16 players. So your goalkeeper, your defence, your midfield, your forwards, and, um, um, like, five additional players. But it's not, like, actual su- substitutes. It's uh, teams, uh, it's, like, um, regular t- players, so to speak. Um, and I would imagine the reason why that is is in case they get substituted. But with American football, obviously there's the the offensive side and the defensive side, and the specials team. How the fuck does it work? I'm absolutely intrigued. So I'll be really looking forward to see how that works next season. But for this season, ah, uh, wow. Um, I actually think I would. Um, I certainly would put. Um, I've suddenly forgot his name again. This happens every week. I'm not even making this up. Honestly, I get I start talking and then I start talking about someone who I'm really interested in in terms of um, um, who I would consider for um, my football team, and their fucking name escapes me. You know what? I'm just gonna. Um, Oh, you know, I hate that phrase. You know, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, uh, check YouTube. If you could do that, that'd be great. But uh, he has dreadlocks and I can't remember what his fucking name is. I'm looking at the nigger now and I can't m- think of his name. Um, but anyway, I mean, I mean, take your pit in terms of Richard Sherman. Of course, Richard fucking Sherman. Um, but in terms of like defensive players, I mean, take your pick in terms of, of um, um, Seattle. Um, obviously, they've got a, um, they've got beast mode as well, who's uh, who pretty much got slapped in the face with a salmon um, in the second uh, second quarter. Uh, sorry, in the second half, because I I didn't even I didn't even know he was on the pitch until about halfway through um, the third quarter. Um, I think it was it was still it was still a score game, but. Uh, so I don't know, man. That 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 nigga just went. You know what? Fuck it. Beast mode, and just started drilling a hole through um, the Packers. Um, I do feel kind of b- bad for them and how it ends, but obviously there has to be a winner and a loser. Oh, by the way, that's funny as well. People losing. Um, but <laughs> to be honest with you, that finish was uh, amazing. It, absolutely amazing. Although the referee did his best. To completely confuse me in terms of how overtake over overtime is played, that man was talking the biggest amount of bollocks. I couldn't understand him. So, what are you saying? Are you saying that 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 uh, once a field goal or a safety is scored, then the team uh, get uh, then the defensive team gets to attack? What are you saying? What does it mean? He did his. I, I, I still. I, I'm still really confused about it because he didn't make that much sense. From what from what I understand, 
the overtime rules is this: if they score, if you score a field goal or a um, or a safety, the game will continue. If you score a touchdown, obviously it's the game. The game's over. Um, but for them to score, uh, uh, to to even attempt that touchdown, it was fucking remarkable. Because there was a point where you thought he's not got it, he's not got it, and the protection was pretty good at the time. Um, I was listening to Sky Sports coverage of it, and he and they were saying you've got to try and, um, um, particularly in that sort of situation, get from uh, get your your arms under the 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 receiver's arms in order to snatch the ball away i don't know but um i remember thinking at the time shit he almost had that ball inches baby that's what it's all about inches um ah uh, that game was just fucking extraordinary there were i actually wish that the nfl network would just have the the, the highlights of that game just on all fucking all all year, I don't think I'll, uh, if the Super Bowl is as good as that, which it probably won't be. I don't. I think it's like the World Cup final. Nine out of ten times, <coughs> other than last year, um, both teams do their best to play the, the most defensive games. You saw that with the um, the soccer World Cup with the Germans and the Argentines fucking dull but you know um that's how you play the perfect game and the only way to play the perfect game is to counter it so um yeah i can't see the super bowl being that good if it is i'll i'll, I'll eat my shorts <laughs> i can't believe i made that segue brilliant hey guys um something's just come up on my radar um <clears throat> Oh wow, um, we've uh, well, I say we've, but um, the the Asperger's community has lost um, another person due to suicide, um, and this one's this one's quite interesting. Um, as you know, the reason why I do these podcasts is because I'm skint. This is why I keep plugging um, um, the affiliate links. And the donates, and um, I'm trying to get the confidence again to to reactivate my fiber thing, just to do small things. Um, but this story can actually be um, can be quite disturbing. Um, I th- I think this story's just come to light literally about. I don't know what time it is in the states. I would imagine it's about. Um, it's about uh, it's about afternoon evening. Anyway, I will spit this out. Basically, uh, a, a, a former Target um, employer, yeah, empl- employee, sorry, um, was humil- humiliated by doing a walk of shame, <clears throat> which is um, he was um, he was. When he went into the store for work, um, he was he was handcuffed and apparently paraded around the store and then put into a room and questioned and then taken out of the room, still with the handcuffs, and then fired. Uh, this led to his suicide. 
Um, this is a uh, an extremely concerning story. Um, again, not just for 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 the community, but for anyone with Asperger's trying to find a job. I mean, even now, if I look on uh, on um, uh, on Facebook, I can see that there's um, uh, there's a lot of blogs. Um, sorry, there's a lot of posts about um, about working, and uh, so there should be. Um, to be honest with you, um, I don't think I'll, I'll work for anyone again because I'm I'm terrified. Um, this is why I'm self-employed, and even if I do work for someone, it's probably going to be freelancing. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Aspies out, out there who are like who are uh, similar to me, and uh, it's stories like this. It's it's the same thing like I was saying last week with the. Um, with the murder, uh, murder, uh, with the Aspie, Aspie killers, the percentage of this actually something as as cruel as this. There's, you know, there's more chances of being run over by a double decker bus, even more so in this day and age. These kind of events are very, 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 very rare. But you know, it's so like um, winning a jackpot with fifty p, or like winning a jackpot with like um. Um, with like you know, just just to have one roll of the dice or two roll of the dice, um, it's very rare for these things to happen. But you know, it it, it is very concerning that these things do happen. Um, I I read a lot of stories about um, Aspies having meltdowns, um, and I think one of the fears for us is um is um the fear of um of having an outburst or um a trigger or however you want to call it at work for me that's one of my ultimate fears and um i actually don't think i've been triggered in public which is another reason why um which is another reason why um the first episode i ever did the reason why i'm doing these podcasts in the first place it was so important to have that release and to have people hear that, you know, and to have people sympathise with it. Um, you know, um, whew, I'm getting the feels just thinking about it. I, I I really do feel sorry for that guy. I really do. If that has actually happened to it, of course, it's a disgrace. Um, you know, they should, um, Target should have the whole fucking book, sorry, the whole fucking book, the book thrown at them. Um, I'm desperately trying to, to look at this um, this post that I was trying to find you. Hang on. Okay, so um, the post is asking um, um, other Aspies in the group who has a job, who's full-time, if it's full-time, if it's part-time, if they're unemployed. Um, they also go on to say that... Um, they work part time, but, um, but when that, when the job asked for them to to go full time, she kind of freaked out, which is completely, um, uh, completely uh, uh, understandable. I believe that's the right terminology, um, and I think sometimes it's just those situations where you freak out um, when work kind of um, expects you to do a little bit more 
And I think that's the reason why me in particular, um, my, my work life is so erratic. I've never had like a proper full-time job. It's always been part-time jobs. And it would go from a period of loving it and being utterly obsessed with it. Um, and then just like having it one way or another like collapse. Either because my um, organization skills are terrible or it's never bad it's never bad customer service that's the one thing that i um um i'm very proud of my my customer service is very good i dread that uh, i dread what it's going to be like now because i'm so crippled with um um dyslex not dyslexia <laughs> uh, i'm crippled with dyslexia so i can't i can't serve none of y'all folks nope i can't serve you anyway um um anxiety um so you know but other than that um i think that's a good thing but um i was reading uh one of the um um but um the aspie's mum's lawyer um ha- um um actually mentions that um oh let me find his name um mr Gent- gentles is that how you pronounce it uh, anyway, Mr. Gentles was hyper-focused, hyper-focused on his loss, and it was the perfect storm that resulted in his death. Now, to, that's what... Sorry, I, I forgot to read the first bit. The nature of, Asper, of Asperger's is he tends to hyper-focus, and he was so very hyper-focused on this. Uh, I, think he's with, I think they're referring to the work that he was doing. And then when he lost his job, he thought it was the end of the world. And to be honest with you, there are points um, with Asperger's when something happens, and I think the absolute worst case scenario. Someone um, I was talking to on Facebook has either deleted or blocked me. I, I'm trying to work out what the symbols mean. But no, I, I can't help but think the worst case scenario. And I think, I think that's an Aspie thing. You know, we instantly... If something bad happens, we instantly think the worst. And sometimes that's not the case. Um, you know, if somebody kind of sat him down and if he was feeling this bad, um, just just try and be close to him and just try to help him through it. Because no, no one likes rejection, full stop. Whether it's work or a relationship, whatever, nobody likes it. It hurts like, it hurts like fucking pulling nails out of your skin. But... It's something, it's a part of life. And, but Aspie's worse than anyone else, I would argue. Um, really, yeah, we don't take it so well. Um, so going back to um, this um, this post that I saw, um, I noticed that there's, um, I would say it's uh, quite a mixture quite a mixture and there's a couple of people who are unemployed um it's interesting though that one person mentioned um uh doing volunteering work which is great i actually i actually thought about doing volunteering work but again it's the fear of just being triggered um you know what happens if you're triggered it's a terrifying experience um because I don't know if you've if you've ever seen this GameCube advert, but it was it was a um, a GameCube advert, advert where you're looking at the games that's on offer 
in a game. It's sorry, in a cube. <laughs> in a cube, and the the camera rotates, and you can see all these different games. And um, for some fucking reason, I don't know why anyone would say this, but my mum said this. My mum kind of like um, looked, um, came into the room, looked at this, uh, looked at what I was watching, looked at me, and uh, she said, um, "Granddad once told me that schizophrenia is very much like that." <laughs> I was eleven. No, I was. Probably something fucking crazy young or something. No, when was it? When was it released? Dream, um, fucking GameCube, GameCube, two thousand and one. Let's go with two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay, I wasn't that impressionable. No, fuck it. I probably, I, I it probably would have been okay for to, for for me to have heard that. Um, but you know that that always makes me. I think if I was to describe an outburst, a trigger, um, a breakdown, whatever you want to call it, if I was to describe it, I would say it's very much like that. Like you're in a cube of violence um, and aggression and very loud, high-pitched screams um, from what I remember. But I can't get that image of the CCTV footage of me watching that. It was, it's probably one of the most haunting things I've ever seen. It was like someone had taken over my body and just went on this fucking rampage just to destroy shit. And that's what I'm afraid of. And I think that's what a lot of people who were commenting about it are afraid of. They're they're terrified of the the triggers. But some people, um, some people are, there's a couple of part-timers uh, saying that they can cope, um, although some of the, uh, although one person, sorry, one person uh, worked in a play work. I don't know what that is, um, but they used to work as a as a web designer, um, uh, but as a but later as a chef, but couldn't cope in those uh, in those environments. <clears throat> I, I I can relate to this one. I think most things food related. Unless, unless you can manage your your triggers, unless you can manage your social skills, because all aspects are not the same. It's not like all of us are one hundred percent this and one hundred percent that. Obviously, there's there's you know no two codes are the same. So I would say if you could not if you could not handle social situations and uh, rejection don't do anything in terms of food because um even now that like a, a three or four years ago i used to work for a burger chain and the the chefs would cuss me in portuguese whenever i fuck something up um and you know they were nice to me half the time another half the, uh, but whenever i would fuck up you know they would just cuss me to down to the ground um and that was horrible for me so I can relate with this um, um, with Graham, uh, Graham and, and Gen, Gen, Gentiles, Gentiles, um, and his fear of what happened afterwards. I think the whole of the Aspie community feels how you feel. Um, it's no one. Sh- in fact, no one should have to be bullied like that. No one. Whether it's an Aspie or no, no one should put up with that kind of bullying because it's degrading. 
I think that's all I have to say. Um, someone actually put that 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 unemployable. I can understand that. It's the same reason why I think that I'm. Um, what's what's that program called? Undateable. I think I'm undateable. I think there's certain things that we get very passionate about, and um, I think a lot of athletes think that they're, they're unsomething. But sometimes that's not the case. Alrighty, um, so not long to go until Res WrestleMania. Jumping the gun a bit, Royal Rumble. It is one of my favourite um, cards of the year. It used to be TLC, and then they. The, I hope they get rid of that fucking chairs gimmick. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Anyway, um, so TLC, um, Elimination Chamber, until they fucking canned it. Uh, but to be honest with you, that was going a bit stale now that I think about it. Uh, what else do I, what, what other cards do I like? Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, obviously. Um, and possibly TLC. No, Money in the Bank, that's it. I forgot about money in the bank. So yeah, those those are the those are my favorite uh, cards of the year. Um, so yeah, it's that time of year again um, where it's so close. Um, some of you may or may not be um, watching it live. Some of you will be maybe watching it the day before. Uh, sorry, the day after or a couple of days after. So for those who for, for those of you who have watched it. Um, it's going to be intriguing to to hear um, whether some of the rumours what I've read uh, are reading are true. Uh, I read a couple of stories from uh, WrestleZone um, saying in run-up to the Royal Rumble, uh, Justin Gabriel's um, reportedly have quit. Um, and uh, apparently some bloke called uh, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson who's also known as the Great One, um, also known as The Rock. I, I don't know who, who he is. I um, So anyway, he's in town. The Rock is in town. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, anyway, Dwayne's in town, and according to senses, um, um, to reports, that it would fit in with his schedule. His schedule to me is... I don't give a shit about his schedule, but... Sometimes his schedule seems so convenient from a wrestling perspective. Um, other than the time he showed up in Brooklyn, that was just f oh no 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 that was even that was even to um, to push an idea um, of a wrestling story to Time Warner, I believe. Um, to be honest with you, if he shows up at the Rumble tonight, I, I don't expect him to wrestle. I, I expect him to make some kind of announcement or 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 Mike. But I don't expect him to do... I don't expect him to be throwing people around. I mean, we're talking about two, three years ago, the last time he was actually wrestling um, when he was WWE champion. And now, you know, he hasn't wrestled since. And since then, we've been talking about whether he's going to hang up his boots. So I really can't see him wrestling tonight. Um, but who I do fancy for return... Um, actually, I think... Um, Randy Orton could come back tonight. Um, although I should really check my research to see um, what's the crack with that. Um, to be honest with you, I, I saw, I'm seeing something about um, Baron Corrin's future. And um, that, 
kind of worries me. Um, but he's been he's been such a he's been such a, a house on fire. Um, I can only hope for the best for him. Um, but um, there's a couple of people um, who I, I think um, will be in the the rumble tonight. Um, But I'm just checking to see if they're actually injured or if they're still injured or not. Um, it doesn't actually say whether he is or not. Okay. Um, I actually think that a surprise entry, because they did this with Rusev, a surprise entry tonight in the Royal Rumble will be Tyler Breeze. I, I actually can't remember the last time we saw Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Okay, so apparently it was the 8th of January. Um, that he returned, um, but since then, he's he's he hasn't been seen. So for for me, I I would I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Jericho, this time of year, since that stunt that he did uh, two years ago, he, he's always another uh, name that's knocking about. Um, but in terms of the rumble itself, I would argue that um, the format. The format, the format of it has changed immensely. Um, I'm not expecting to see any Hall of Famers tonight. Um, I think if they're going to bring out surprises, they're going to bring out people who have been, who were injured, or um, who um, who are in the the, the, the um, develop developing thingy bobby stage. So. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tyler Breeze. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kevin Owens. I wouldn't. I, I certainly would not be surprised to see um, um, Adrian Neville. I, if, did I get his name right? I keep thinking it's Neville Adrian, but it's Adrian Neville. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I um, in um, I wouldn't be surprised to see developing uh, developing uh, talent. And or um, people on random contracts. So guys like, um, oh Christ, I hate saying it, but um, 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 San, um, San Martino, I've forgotten his name. Anyway, um, that Canadian sock dude. You know, even like a gimmick like um, uh, Mick Foley. Um, it, I... I um, I think that'll be the closest thing we get to a, um, a Hall of Famer, but I hope not. Um, other people we could see, I said Randy Orton, possibly Christian, possibly Christian. Um, but I don't think he's, because I don't think he's hung up his um, his boots as yet. So um, that would be interesting if we saw him. But in terms of um, who's going to do well... I I tell you who I don't want to see well, and I think the problem is is that I don't think he's ready for a huge, huge angle yet. Um, the only way we can I can see that is if you put that that person, um, if you put him with someone who's going to be doing all the miking. Um, so it kind of makes sense at the moment to put him with the big show, but at the moment Roman Reigns. Is every time his music hits, I think, oh, okay, Roman Reigns. And then the nigger grabs a microphone and I literally throw, throw my hands up in the air. 
he his his skills on the mic are just dreadful. They're utterly dreadful. It's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the WCW guys after the um, 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 the invasion angle. Um, can you remember any anyone who had a good uh, good mic who who was good on the mic around about that time from WCW? I mean, no. That's why um, um, they had uh, Steve Austin join that faction. I can't name me one Micah. One Micah. Tommy Dreamer was doing this weird fucking um, jackass angle, which was... I mean, he's batshit crazy anyway, but passionate about it. But no one at that time, from what I remember, was really doing great uh, promos. And that's what I kind of think of when I think of uh, Roman Reigns, because uh, Roman Reigns, because every time I see him, he's he is really exciting to watch. You know, he, he you know he makes me put on my warrior face. You know, grit the teeth. And, he's his energy is infectious, but the problem with him is he can't speak. He can't talk for shit. And that whole that whole comfort controversy thing about him winking at the ICW. The irony about that is is that no one remembers that 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 promo afterwards. They just remember that he winked. You know, maybe they maybe him and Eric Rowan should change characters. You know, maybe maybe we should give Roman Reigns this idiot boy character, um, who doesn't talk that much but kicks ass. In fact, even um, even Eric hasn't been doing that well of late. Eric is the one with the sheep's um, mask, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, no, I really hope that um, Big Show eliminates him or Reigns eliminates Big Show and they continue the little thing. I really hope, I hope that kind of continues on to Royal Rumble. Um, I was watching the Monday Night Wars and um, Big Show, uh, the end of the Monday Night Wars and Big Show in that episode came off, came across as a bit of a dick, but... When you're talking about uh, Eric Bishop, it's kind of hard not to outdick the dick. Uh, so for me, I kind of feel that um, I kind of feel that um, that would be the way to go, rather than um, Brock Lesnar, because unless. No, I, I, for some, I can't see, I can't see John Cena in the in the main event. I heard this rumor about him um, being booked with Rus- Rusev, and that would make sense to me. Although I would argue that Rusev's push of, well, presence of late has been quite muted. Um, but he's been getting some really good opponents. I mean, he had uh, Dean Ambrose on SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my brain's just died. So yeah, no. Let's just leave it that you know he's had he's had less mid cardy kind of guys and more main event guys. So that kind of sing that kind of says to me they are prep they are prepping Rusev for something. What I don't know. Um, also, um, oh, Sheamus, but I I feel sorry for Sheamus because he can't get over at the moment as a face. So the only way. The only way I would like to see uh, Seamus back is if he turns heel. Anyway, um, we all know that the WWE is obsessed with this Greek god-like um, body. 
So expect guys like uh, Ryback to do well. Uh, Ryback is uh, uh, Ryback um, had uh, uh, did a promo about his struggles and how he fights. Um, and when he first got um, knocked off, um, tough enough, um, which is uh, which is on um, the WWE Network for a um, for uh, a fee. I I rather not wish to repeat. But um, he's um, he's one of those guys that makes me question the WWE's management because we all know that angle with CM Punk and CM Punk saying he took um, Ryback took years of his career of CM Punk's career and how much of a doofus um, Ryback is, but. CM Punk is doing everything in his power, it seems, to piss everyone off right now. And, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, anything CM Punk says nowadays, I take with a grain of salt. So, in terms of the whole stop thing, uh, possibly, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe a doctor did fuck up. But... You know, we've known since the dawn of time, CM Punk is one of those characters who can be considered as an ass. Um, however, um, he's also a fellow loner like I am. So, um, I mean, there's an argument that if you treat people like shit all the time, then when you're when you're at great when you're at greater need, then people are not going to give a flying fuck about you. So, there's a part of me that thinks. Okay, you know he's he's had this injury. Um, it's possible that this has happened. It's possible, um, but I would argue if that's the case, then where is that doctor now? And if that has come to light, what has happened to that doctor since? Has he been fined? Has there been an inquiry? I don't know. Um, in terms of this whole CM Punk shenanigans, I just, I just gave up on it. If I'm being honest, because um, I was reading, a, I, I was reading a lot of the reports, and he was just being a twat to everyone. It was like, if he's not in the, uh, um, um, if he's not in the main event of WrestleMania, there's going to be hell to pay. He's quoted as saying, "That's a quote, apparently." Um, I'm going to say something that's quite shocking and I can guarantee that all hell is going to uh, um, break out when I say this. I didn't think the match between him and Taker was that good. I don't. I mean, there was a couple of good moments, but I don't know, maybe I'm biased towards um, the Shawn Michaels match. For me, uh, for me, the only thing that levels it in terms of awesomeness was the Hell in a Cell match with Triple H. Um, and then at third, you've got the original match with, sorry, the first of, uh, the second of that trilogy. I like to call it the DX trilogy, um, uh, the DX Taker trilogy. Um, oh no, it's a quadruple, isn't it? It's a quad, the DX quad, the DX quad. That sounds kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, no, um, I forgot my point. You see, this is what happens when... You have these these thoughts as an Aspie. You have one thought, and then it kind of sprinkles off into another tree, and then into another tree, and then you forget your point. So yeah, now I think that Ryback is going to do quite well. Um, for the past couple of 
big main events. He's been very absent. He was quite absent in the um, Survivor Series. Last year, Royal Rumble, he didn't do so great. It was only until his first Royal Rumble, he actually did quite well. Which was uh, Final Four, if I believe. But that was also the year that Cena won it. So you kind of you kind of would imagine um, what the company was going to do um, with um, what their idea was in terms of um, the Royal Rumble and um, that year's WrestleMania. Dean Ambrose, I don't even, I don't, I actually want Dean Ambrose to win, but if I'm being honest with myself, him with, him in a feud with Brock Lesnar just sounds like an utterly weird booking. It does. Unless it's like, the only reason I'd be interested in that is if it was a no hard hold bar thing. So kind of like the, um, the fight that he had at SummerSlam uh, with CM Punk. Um, but I expect him to do very well. Um, I actually don't expect much from um, Braid Wyatt. Um, Braid Wyatt. I, um, another guy I've heard stories about. Um, I've heard there's um, he's he's lined up for Taker. Him and Taker um, at this year's WrestleMania. Uh, so we'll see if that happens um, and how it's going to happen. Because we haven't seen that nigger. We haven't seen Taker since, you know, that night. Um, so I doubt, um, I, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Wyatt. I'm missing someone. Um, Ziggler. Can I see Ziggler in a match with Brock Lesnar? I don't know. The thing is, is that there's a company, there's the company's idea of what a great um, main event would be, and then there's the fans' idea of what a great main event would be. And I can imagine the IWC fucking throwing things in disgust that I would think that this is a bad booking, but I just. I think Mr. Ziggles is. A seller in the physical sense and in the matches themselves. I don't think he's very good at putting together uh, storylines or pushing his um, his angle across for creative. Um, I feel that if you put him in a main event match, I, I don't think the build-up would be good. The match itself would probably be amazing, but the build-up, you know, it's WrestleMania. It's the biggest. It's the biggest event of. It's it's the biggest event of the WWE character. I've always considered it as um, a season end. So like you've got like the the um, the Super Bowl next week, um, and that that will conclude the the NFL season. Um, I always like to think of WrestleMania concluding. Uh, the 2000, well, the the season um, for WWE, and um, I, I mean, it'll be a it'll be a WrestleMania moment for Mr. Ziggles, um, but I tend, I I do worry that sometimes there are some WrestleMania moments that are just gimmicks, 
um, and they're just they just they're just locked in the pantheons of time, but they don't actually they don't actually you don't have people saying, "Oh my God, do you remember when um, the Ultimate Warrior uh, pinned uh, the Honky Tonk Man um, for the um, the IC title?" In fact, it was Ultimate Warrior, wasn't it? I can't remember. But anyway, it was someone. It was someone quite main um, um, main eventy. I'm missing someone. Who am I missing? I'm missing someone. Am I not? No, fuck it. No, I. I think those are the only guys. Someone. Um, Finn Balor on Facebook said he wanted Corporate Kane to win. What the fuck? I actually that would kind of make sense. Actually, that would kind of make sense. And furthermore, because he's actually in that circle, he can kind of see. I would imagine he can see the horizon slightly more clearer than we can, or he he can certainly see it from a different angle from what we can, and. I can, I can, I can kind of see that. I can see corporate Kane and the um, what they called uh, the authority versus Brock Lesnar as a baby face uh, for the title. That would kind of make sense to me. Is it a WrestleMania moment? Fuck no. Is it a WrestleMania match? Fuck no. It's not. If anything, I would book that for the fast lane match. I would. That would make sense to me. And, and furthermore, um, I can't see... I don't think the company would go with Kane as, t- as champion going into WrestleMania. So, for me, that would be... That would be an insta-book Lesnar. I would book Lesnar to win that match and then have the angle of whoever does w- win the Royal Rumble uh, and take it from there. Speaking of Lesnar, um, I'm yet to mention the main event, which I feel has been pushed more than the fucking Rumble itself. And as a fan of the Rumble, it's one of my favourite times of the year, as, I, as I've said. That could be infuriating for the fans. Um, you know, just... Um, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, it's a big deal. Seth Rowling is, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest heel in the world. Um, for me, I, I don't think there's anyone as... I don't think there's anyone as... With as much heat as as um, Seth Rollins has right now, um, he, I think I think he's so over as 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 a heel. Um, the company have kind of turned around and said, "Okay, let's make, let's make Brock Lesnar into a baby uh, baby face uh, for, uh, for this match." And um, then you've got uh, which means yeah, the uh, to the IWC they can actually jeer. John Cena because he pretty much is a heel um, to the IWC Um, but oh by the way Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan I missed out Um, I think he'll do well as well he might I I would imagine he'd he'd be he ends up to be one of the uh, final four oh that's an idea who would be the final four okay let me just let me just quickly do this I'm I'm gonna say corporate Kane Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, and Brave Wyatt. That's my final four. That's uh, and uh, let me see. Uh, face, heel, face.
face. Yeah, that makes sense as well. Anyway, um, so yeah, Seth Rollins. Um, can he win the big one tonight? No. And I think from uh, from that angle, that would... Oh, oh, oh that's quite mouth-watering, actually. You know how I've just said that Final Four? How about this? Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Because it, it's running in theme with the whole fucking... With the whole um, authority... Holy shit, that completely... Oh, that's just blown my mind. I can totally see that. I'm, I'm, bu- I'm booking Seth Rollins to win this. Now that I've said that, I'm, I'm, I'm booking Seth Rollins to win this, although it leaves a problem with Lesnar and Cena. What do you do? Well, like I said, if the rumours are true, we've got... Um, uh, we've got um, Cena with... Um, Rusev, but who would you put against Lesnar for not a title match? Not Triple H because we've done that. Um, rematch, take a Lesnar. To be fair, I'm going to be honest with you. The fact that this man has is the one in twenty-one in one, and did if Taker comes back. Really? We're just going to fucking dust that under the fucking mat? This is huge. If Taker comes back and has a mic in in his hand, the first thing the crowd's going to do is going to, they're going to respond to that. They're going to, they're going to jeer, they're going to, you know, they're going to talk about the 21 and 1. Come WrestleMania, if nothing's resolved by that incident, then there's a huge fucking hole in the hole in the hole in the map, as far as I'm concerned. You can't have something as historic as that happening and fucking never touch it again. And yeah, yeah, we can argue that Lesnar and um, Heyman have been, you know, showboating this all year round, but we're yet to hear from Taker's side. What does Taker think of this? Is Taker going to do anything about this? I mean. The whole shield thing, that was swept under, which I'm still kind of pissed off about. But this, this is, this is, no. We're talking about 20 fucking seven years. 20, yeah, 27 years. Something lasting for 27 years. Gone. To, 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 to brush this under, unforgivable. So you know what, fuck it. I would book that rematch. I would. I would. And uh, you know what? That's maybe that's what I should do um, in the next couple of episodes. Maybe I should book um, a WrestleMania card and try and get someone to come in and put together their card, and we can compare cards. And if we get enough people listening to the podcast, perhaps we should have a vote of what would be the better card. That you, uh, that, uh, that you would watch regardless of how true it is or not to the actual card that happens so I want to move on because next Friday um, in Manchester I'm going to see TNA Live TNA um, Impact Live now I don't know if it's going to be broadcast um, if it is I'm going to be pissed off because I've got I've, I have 
an outfit that I, I, I want to wear to wrestling events that I go to. Um, but it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of duct tape to cover my mouth up in terms of how exciting and how funny I think it would be. Um, if you what guys really want to know, basically I'm going to um, I'm going to wrestling events as um, CM Punk's stop um, injury. Yeah, that huge fucking bump on his back. Yeah, I'm gonna go as that. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, it was a Christmas present bought by my mum. There she is again um, in my podcast. Jesus, she's such a fucking hogger. Wish she'd get her own fucking podcast. Grr. Anyway, um. <laughs> So yeah, no, um, she she got me this as a Christmas present. I'm very excited. Um, block B. I don't know where Block B is. Um, a Manchester uh, Arena. I'm trying to think that is. The last time I went to the Manchester Arena was to watch um, uh, My Chemical Romance uh, as the uh, as the Black um, as the Black Brigade. Yeah, no, the Black Parade. I'm thinking of the Black Sheep Brigade. So. I would imagine that's quite good seats, I think. So anyway, um, I haven't been hugely emotionally attached to the product because there was there was something there was something that really pissed me off, and I think what it was, I think it was um, at one point I thought that. Uh, Mad- uh, uh, Madison Rain. I've suddenly forgotten the rain. Her name. Madison Rain. Is it Madison Rain? My brain, man. It's just so random. Madison. Oh fuck it. So anyway, no. Um, where she was meant to be. Um. Um. Her toy boy was meant to be. Um. What was it? Earl Hef. Uh. Earl. Earl Hefner. I've forgotten his. I've forgotten the referee, referee's name, but as soon as I, I knew of that storyline, I was like, "Fuck this product! Fuck it! I'm not going to do it." Oh, quickly! Okay, Google, who is Madison Rain? Ah, it's come up perfect. Yeah, it's come up. Yeah, I did get it right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I saw the um. I saw the you-know-what thing come up and I had to see if it could hear me from here. Anyway, um, so I thought that was a stupid angle. Um, It kind of reminded me of um, where... I've I've forgotten the name. ECW Queen was was shagging Tory Wilson's dad and they had the fire at the funeral parlour. Today, one of the dumbest angles... In female in, in, in women's wrestling history, and that's excluding um, Kane's Katie uh, Katie Vick. That's excluding Katie Vick because she wasn't a wrestler, you idiot. Um, so since then, I haven't really been deep into the TNA um, um, product, but there's been bits and bobs where that have been absolutely priceless. My favourite part of last year um, was the whole... Uh, when when Dixie um, Dixie finally went through a table. Uh, Dixie... Dixie Carter went through a table. It's just the look... It was just the look 
on Bully uh, Bully Ray's face. I had that as my WhatsApp um, um, avatar for a bit. It was just, I mean, he's done it for years, but it's just, a, I'm doing that face. I wish you could see it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was quite good. Um, I couldn't get into the, the Bobby Les, um, 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 the Bobby Lesnar. <laughs> it might as well be the Bobby Lashley, um, Bobby Roode, uh, feud. Um, I couldn't get into it. I thought it was more interesting, um, when MVP, um, was the consortium, um, was a general manager, if you will. And, um, because the way, the way that he turned face, I couldn't, um, the way that he turned, I didn't see it. Um, it was obviously uh, coming. I don't care what anyone says. MVP is a face. It's just dull. I don't get it. It's boring for me. The thing is about him being a face is that he keeps talking about how he was locked up and balling. Bollocks. Anyway, um, so that was quite interesting to me. However... Every um, I w- I wouldn't mind this this week, um, uh, particularly now that Awesome Kong's back and working this feud with Havoc, um, I really would like to get back into the product just to see just to see how much as things have changed, um, just to see a bit more of the wrestlers that I enjoy, um, um, just um, just to refresh my memory of um. Of their moves, of their move sets, and all that good stuff. Um, but I have to say, um, TNA have changed their um, um, their the way that they, they, they conduct themselves on um, social media um, outlets, such as YouTube, and um, well, anywhere else that they they do it. We um, from these three to four minute highlight videos it's kind of like what the wwe does you know if, you, if you're gonna you know if you're gonna you show the end of the match you show and then you say oh okay you know if you like that subscribe to this click to that it's it's a, a better way of doing business but the way that tna have it at the moment it just looks a bit I want to. I want to use the term unprofessional, but in another sense, I don't want to use that term. But you can certainly tell it's more of a wrestling company that happens to stream on television, and I use the word television heavily because it would seem that that's where they get. I would imagine that's where the company is getting their revenue from, um, from the TV, and they're not making any money from uh, from the YouTube. So in that sense, maybe it's a bit of uh, money management giving us this this little snippet, a minute long snippet, um, of of what's happening um, um, in the um, with the storylines, and not giving us enough of 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 bits and bobs that's happening. And for someone who don't get me wrong, I I like TNA, I do, but I'm not. I'm not in depth. I I will. I don't feel the need to to watch it every week. Um, they had they had that uh, or to watch an event. They had that opportunity with Bound for Glory, and the card was absolutely fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. I mean, I, I believe 
I mean, I don't understand why they had several months to build that card up and, and make it fantastic. But what they had was just this... It kind of reminded me of the Invasion card where it could have been something better. But the only thing that I remember from the Invasion card was the Rob Van Dam versus Jeff Hardy match. Everything about that card is absolutely obsolete. I, I, I cannot remember anything from that. So, you know, to 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 have your your flagship card just be completely just... Like no one gives a shit was just completely unforgivable. Absolutely unforgivable for me. Um, so now we have this this thing where the videos are a minute are a minute long, and it just um, the the um, highlight videos are a minute long, and it makes me feel like all right, it's like this. When I was about when I was a kid, I found a member um, went to um, uh, went to go see a stripper in a pub. Um, I don't know some sort of fucking celebration, and and I was a kid, and I was and I was curious as fuck, and also I love women, and and I was a pervert. I've been a pervert all my life. Um, I actually climbed up a fucking, um, I climbed up into a window and pick and tiptoed in the window just so I could see the stripper. I still have memories of, of this a stripper kind of. On, on on her knees, like spreading the pussy out and rubbing it out and all that kind of good stuff. But that's what I have no shame because I'm a pervert. But that's what TNA is making. I would imagine making the the fans feel. They make they make. I think I think they're making the fans feel so ashamed and, and guilty for watching that minute when they could just be watching it on TV. Now they're pushing this whole. Um, destination america thing but what they're forgetting to realize is a large amount of their viewers are in the uk and yeah it's it's on challenge but the the, oh it's free so you can't really complain but you know just just to just it just it just really makes me itch my head the i know why they're doing it it's a lack of money. That's the only way I can describe it. Or they they're, they're doing well, but they're they're deciding to they're deciding to to push the product in other ways rather than uh, with YouTube, which is fine. But it's just very frustrating for the fans. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on Friday. I'm really hoping to see um, uh, the Beatdown Clan. Um, I tend to I tend to think anything in terms of factions in TNA is great. I love the factions in TNA. I mean, um, Ace and Eight is were, were brilliant until they kind of fizzled out. Uh, who else was good? Immortal Fortune. You know, these are all great. I actually think the faction, the way that factions work in TNA, is actually. It's hugely better than the WWE, and I think that's the reason why I would I would be interested in the TNA um, product uh, once again. But they need to sort their shit out in terms of no. Actually, I think I, I think I just need to just man up and watch the sh- uh, watch the show, watch the show a lot more. I don't know, 
but yeah, no, I'm I'm going on Friday. I'm hoping to see. Um, I'm hoping to see the title. Oh, I probably will see the title if if the beat if the beat down in Kalana there. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I hope it's broadcast because that will be cool, and you get to see my pretty face. Oh shit! Here we go. The main event, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, it's not so much that I want to call this hashtag the page feed debate. I think I should actually call this instead. Hashtag shots fired because my let me quickly explain my background uh, uh, um, on this episode. Um, I may have mentioned this in previous episodes. I'm actually from a single parent uh, family, um, pretty much so. Um, my mum raised me, um, and then it was later that my sister came along. Um, most of the men, in terms of like a, a long, uh, uh, in terms of like. Heavy engagement came later in my adult life. So I'm very much... I feel that I'm very much in touch with my fem- feminism. However, I also grew up in Works Up. So this is that's the reason why... Um, other than the fact that I'm just a wanker anyway. But um, this is why I always say at the beginning of the show... That there's going to be sexual banter and there's going to be racial banter, banter. Growing up, I've experienced both kinds... Um, I've seen people close to me suffer domestic domestic violence. I've had people close to me raped. I've had people close to me um, who have um, gone through some sort of um, uh, challenge. I think I mentioned last week about the lesbian who got bullied, um, who's now a, a transgender man. Myself, growing up in Works Up, yep. Every five minutes, someone's calling me a black bastard or a nigger or that, or that kind of thing. The way that I have taught myself is to just use those negatives as comedy relief rather than just letting people win. I'm very much a believer of sticks and stones, even though, ironically, it was, um, it was those same sticks and stones that caused a public outburst. Um, but... You do have to just kind of shake your head at the ones who actually believe this, rather than go, uh, rather than just you say it as jokily banter. Um, I mean, I have friends who are who are interested in uh, in Nazi Germany, but they're not actually Nazis, or else they wouldn't have a nigger for a friend now, would they? No, they fucking wouldn't. Shut your mouth. Um, in terms of the whole page free thing, I'm. I was, um, until um, the three videos I'm about to show, I was uh, about to um, um, dissect with you, I was very much a believer of um, page three uh, uh, and the, the ending of page three is not a victory for feminism. In fact, it's, it's feminism shooting itself in the foot. Um, I'm very much a believer of, uh, of giving... Of using the talents that we have. Um, and I, I'm actually quite old school with my beliefs. I'm very much believer. I'm very much a believer that men are hunters. Men are quite tribal. In terms of beliefs. And women. Have. Women to me. Should be pretty. And you know should. Um, have. Female 
beliefs instilled in them and um, in terms of respecting the man and whatnot. However, it's not, it's not fucking tattooed into their skin. If you don't want to do that, if you want to, um, for example, a girl um, that I mentioned on the Black Sheep Brigade who is um, very feminist, um, who um, is frustrated um, with having to, to, to shave her legs and shave her armpits and just would rather not do that, um, although she is still very pretty to me, um, that's her choice. I feel that, you know, if women want to use the talents and the things that they have in order, well, in order to, you know, make a living or to do something with their lives, then let them do it. I feel that the world of late is too much on the defensive of everyone. Um, you know, and the, I was saying last week in terms of the... Um, was it last week or... I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was last week because that was the Margaret Chung thing. Anyway, um, the whole idea of, um, you know... We have uh, French cartoonists who um, who draw niggers like massive lips and, um, um, you know, uh, draw very abuse, um, very offensive um, drawings of 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 religious characters it's humor as far as i'm concerned but obviously i can understand why um it would piss a lot of people off who are religious but on 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 the flip side of that i was talking about that porn star who is muslim or uh, um israeli and they want to behead her i just i just i i feel that we live in this age where Okay, you need to be this, and you can only be this. Whereas I believe I I'm I don't watch television. I don't watch broadcast television. Um, I don't have a nine to five job. Um, I do everything. Well, I'm pretty much as different as different can be. Am I a freak in my own mind? Yes, but if I was to to take a public poll, I probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't be considered as a freak. In fact, there's people out there. Who are um, who are uh, who are also very uh, different. Now, to me, it should be it should be an idea of this is my life and I'm going to live it the way I want to live it. This is why I've always said if you if if you believe you're a man, you're a man regardless of what body you're in. If you believe you're a woman, you're a woman regardless of what body you're in. The only problem I have with that statement, that statement when I think about it, is the ble- is people who bleach their skin. You know, I feel that everyone should be free and everyone should be able to to live the kind of lives that they want to live. Okay, so this first clip is um, is Russell Brand. Now, I'm not a huge Russell Brand fan. I very much disagree with most of the stuff he says, but there's a few things that kind of caught my eye on this video. Um, so let's play, we're going to play the majority of these clips, um, as I believe I still have another 20 minutes left. So we're going to try to go through them as quickly as we can. Could this be the end of the era? The sun has yes. featured topless models on page three for 44 years, not because they're newsworthy, but because it sells papers. What I love about that, that voiceover, by the way, is the presentation of, of, the, of 
of the script, he already sounds like he's not he he's a uh, very negative about what it is, um, and the, particularly the way how that script is written as well. But I would imagine because he's a guy reading that script, there's no other way you could do it. That's understandable. You may be right, don't know, but considering perhaps halfway house with glamorous fashionistas. By the way, has this nigger got a code? Because the way that I heard that that tweet was maybe you're right. Diction, nigger, use it. It's interesting that it's the Sun newspaper that are the real target because the Sun has are a power. Of course, women will still be denigrated in pornography online and, and print pornography. Just quick note: um, it's a well-known fact that the uh, that a wide if not larger majority of women in um, erotic um, arts, so not just written, um, but also uh, also um, um, motion pictures, are women. <laughs> you know, um, there's a huge demand, not just for submissive women, but for dominant women as well in, in, in multiple parts um, of porn. And I'm not just talking about the BDM, uh, BDMS stuff. I'm talking about um, the bossy, um, the bossy um, boss, the uh, the strict teacher. Um, I'm missing one. I'm always missing one. But you get the idea. It's not just it's not just a a kink, a small kink for a small group of people. These are women who are perverts, like me. I'm a pervert. I'm sick and tired of. This view that women are the victims, it's a very small group of people that take advantage of women in these situations. It's my, my, I'll tell you what, just quickly, the, the one thing that, that really pisses me off is those people are not brought to justice. You know, if someone has been um, loose changed, if a, if a performer's been loose changed or if a performer has been violated in any way, then they should be the people that um, that are punished, of it, um, but not just punished within the industry, but arrested and um, brought to life as in as criminals, rather than just oh you know what these things happen in an industry. No one deserves to get raped because of a job. No one deserves to have their their um their body taken advantage of or their spirit or their soul taken advantage of. This is the same thing with the whole fucking target thing. It's someone taking advantage of another person. And that's what that's what uh, topless models are. That's what porn stars are. They are people. They're not fucking I I don't like the I don't like the idea of like, you know, there's female porn stars and there's male porn star porn stars. Bullshit. By the way, porn is one of the industries where women are actually paid more than men. I'll get into the pay thing uh, later on, but the idea that that you know um, that porn is such a dirty industry or um, or um, or a sex job is a dirty industry and you should be ashamed to doing it. There are still people out there who love their job and love what they do. And in other newspapers, but the Sun is seen as a powerful institution and an opinion former. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh at that. 
what's the nature of this change? Well, I think what's going to happen now is women on page three are going to wear bikinis, so you still will have them. It's sort of farcical. The things that the sun presents are disingenuous. The sun is a mouthpiece for a powerful elite that poses as a sort of chummy, blokey fella down the pub. The people's paper! As long as those people are men, white, rich, in power! That's the people that it's interested in. Really? I always thought that was a Daily Mail's kind of thing. To me, um, as a source of information, the Sun newspaper, like the Daily Star, is not relevant. It's not a relevant piece of writing. And they have much more interesting... Uh, they have much stupider things to talk talk about than what's happening in the world. I would imagine the only, uh, I would imagine that that would be one of the few uh, that would be one of the newspapers that uh, that you, that did the the murders in France the latest who started reporting on that the latest because I don't know a celebrity uh, um, a celebrity uh, um, sorry a, a reality TV star is pregnant or uh, an actress is is hanging out of the back um, is being shagged by uh, a footballer or a pop star is pregnant. This is not relevant news. Many of those who have featured on our household names like Katie Price, but campaigners said it objectified women and undermined important stories about... Well, there you are, just just right off the bat there, Katie Price. There was a long time ago, I used to fancy Katie Price, and then I realised that she's... She has more in common with the common working man and that's probably the reason why I like other um, I like girls who are actually more common than Katie Price you know you look at Katie Price and and you kind of think of a gypsy princess um this whole this fucking this ridiculous arm long record of marriages that she's had all the shenanigans that she goes through to me Katie Price is uh, someone um, that would fit in perfectly in Works Up or another working class town, and that's who the Sun newspaper is is reaching out for. They're not reach. I, that's, this is where me and Russell Brand disagree. This, it's not a newspaper for rich white um, white men. It's a it's a paper for thousandaires. I've heard that phrase. The thousandaires. Who who work for industrial companies, um, who have quite a bit of money, are financially secure, and have a dick. Rape, sexual abuse, harassment, and domestic violence. I suppose what we deal with in situations like again, I would argue that Stella Artois. We deal with in situations like this is symbols. Page three is a symbol of female oppression. So, no more page three is a symbol of female progression. Because it's the presentation, I suppose, of women as passive objects that are acquirable, or they're both desirable and acquirable. So, there's not really a way of doing page three that doesn't promote, pro, isn't primarily about flaw, look at that. And I suppose, like... I would argue that... The, 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 um... Not this, um, not this video, but the video that I'm going to show, the, the final video, is of uh, Rebecca Crow, who is actually a, um, uh, an alternative model. 
And um, if you see the, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to all of these videos in the description. Um, but if, if you see that um, she's doing the burlesque thing in the sense of that you can't see her nipples, but she's very much topless. And I wonder if, if the editors of page three took a uh, took a leaf out of um, um, fire eaters or um, or burlesque models or pole dancers, then maybe that would be a, a lot more of a, um, a, a a better thing to do. I think the reason why we have this no uh, no more page free. Um, uh, campaign is is because it's an it's an argument of perfection uh it's the argument of these beautiful naked women with these beautiful bodies um whereas if you're looking at that and if you're a woman and if you've just got out of bed um you may not be feeling your best so to see that can be quite demoralizing but if you were to see like a woman of your size uh, a woman of your curves or a woman with, like Rebecca Crow, who who is tattooed all over her body. For me, that's been body positive. For me, I'm fifty fifty whether um, page three should continue. If it does continue, maybe the way to go would be more body positive, rather than just have these naked women on the page for argument's sake. Because it connects with something that's in me that desires and craves women in a very simple and basic way, it will be helpful if culture guided us in the right direction. Did I not just say that? Was that not my point? The whole body positive? I wonder if Russell Pro actually knows that there's a body positive campaign and um, social um, hashtag that's going through all around, who's, that's going around the world right now. Does he even know this? Can someone tweet him this? I've often been uh, correctly judged as sexist for sexist behaviour and attitudes that I've exhibited in the past. So that's something I'm personally trying to work on and uh, change can come from education and knowledge. And if people can't change, then we're stuck. In an... I don't get his point. This bit is my favourite bit, by the way. Interview Sky News in September, the paper's editor defended page three. Come on, are we really in the world where we have to cover up breasts? <laughs> you stupid cunt. My kids have grown up with it, uh, and I think they're completely well adjusted. Uh, they've no issue. What is your point with the kids? Go on. I have one of each, so I have a, a variety of views. You have a variety of views because you have one boy. And one gal. What? So I have. So I'm. I'm like I said. I'm from a, a, a very much female um, base. Oh shit! I'm running over time. Fuck it. I feel that this is this is something I don't want to cut out. I don't want to edit because I feel really passionate about this. But because I'm from a female background, is it shocking that I'm talking in defence? Of women, not uh, um, um, in defense of women. In another sense, I'm a heterosexual man. And um, you would think I'd be arguing, oh, yeah, because I like tits and I want to just hump, dry hump everyone. Hump and dry hump everyone. Wet hump and dry hump. 
that those are your options. You know, if if we were going to talk as primitive as um, no uh, no more page free campaigners would think that we are, all we want to do with the page free models is give them. That's the only choice that they have. They had fucking wet hump or dry hump. Those are your options, bitch. You don't have any more options other than those two options. If you don't if you don't agree to those options, you can have death. It's like it's like you can have cake or you can have death. It's as simple as that. But this guy's a fucking idiot. How he got this job is ridiculous, ludicrous. Who do we live in a world where we can't see breasts? Of course we fucking don't. But in in talking of about this in terms of this debate, it's a stupid throwaway comment which has absolutely no meat for uh, for your argument because. I feel that the the true argument here is, should we be living in a world where the first thing you do when you open a newspaper is pre- are presented with a young woman's pair of breasts? And if it's as primitive of that, then my answer would be no. However, on the flip side of that, you're going to put a lot of people out of business. Not just the models, but the makeup artists, the photographers, um... The, um, the, uh, the runners, everyone that gets um, uh, the, the photo editors, everyone in that team who have been assigned a job and do a job that they love, you're putting out of business, not just, uh, not just the models in question. These are children, it's like, well, also my children seem to be doing okay with sugar puffs. Yes. It's still, yeah, it's still dirty. So what I mean by that is not not that it's dirty. I mean that it's still sugary. You know, uh, there's still... If you give a child sugar puffs, you could actually um, be pushing... In an extreme example, you could be pushing... Um, what's that fatness uh, disease called? Uh, when you're fat, yeah, to be fat and to be lazy and to do nothing other than just eat sugar, you could you could say that. But if you if you're sensible, you could argue that you know don't eat too much sugar or else you'll get fat, or something along those lines. I I always it always pisses me off when they say, but what about the children? Fuck the children, fuck them, because it's your responsibility as an adult as a parent to say to address it. If if my daughter sees uh, page three, I will say to her, you know what? That's her job. That's what she does. That's what she loves. If you, um, but I wouldn't recommend you going around now, topless. If you want to have a discussion when you're older about doing some kind of modelling, then I'll be all ears. But right now, I don't feel that you should be exposed to this from outer space in this country in 21st century and ask yourself what is the role of women in society to stand in their knickers and nothing else on and that's been the depiction of women i think women have got more to aspire to you're a fucking idiot harriet you are for one for any um um uh, whoever if aliens existed and, and we do because i'm an aspie i'm from another i'm from the wrong planet um if you were to say to me, women in our society, all they do, all they're meant to do is stand in their knickers and, and cook people breakfast, I'll be like, okay, 
But that bitch better be in high heels too. I'm sorry, it was just an excuse to use that 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 clip. I promise I won't use that clip again. Although I have my hands tied behind my back. Anyway, um, no, I just feel that that comment is uh, from uh, seeing, uh, hearing that as an Aspie. I take that literally. For one, if you if you have someone from another planet, you don't introduce them. Uh, you don't introduce them to uh, the the manager of Front Magazine or Zoo Magazine or Nuts Magazine. You introduce them to the Queen. You introduce them. the Queen. She's a woman. Do you expect her to get her tits out for the extra uh, for ET? No. Extraterrestrials as well. <laughs> I left. I have a lot of other things to deal with, and that's one of the arguments. The extraterrestrials are going stop destroying the planet that you live on. Stop having uh, an identity based on nation. Stop engaging in conflicts based on differences. Find your common humanity and connect with one another. Create systems that benefit the majority. Uh, what about page three? Yeah, oh yeah, no, get rid of that. I don't know. Been on for forty-four years now, um, so I don't say it's not hurting anyone. <laughs> Yes, indeed. You speak that truth, man. Real talk here. This is a man who knows what he's talking about. Like if you're a lot of people, then then stop it. If if not, then carry on. And it's a big big deal. I suppose. Uh... Spoken like a man who has really low GCSEs. It's fucking brilliant. The Sky Report just makes all men sound like ridiculous murderous uh, raping monsters that we are i can understand why the script is the way that it is but from a man from a ma- from an intelligent man uh, an intelligent good-looking man's perspective it's making my stomach churn there is no one in in that video clip and there's no one in this video in general apart from me and russell who is talking intelligence None of them. None of these guys are. None of them. They're all just flapping out their fucking gums like mindless cunts. Anyway, he goes on to talk, like, about primitive primes, um, tribes, and he he loses me towards the end of that. So I'm going to move on. I need to move on quickly because I'm running out of time. But this is the, um, this is the BBC's clip, um, with, um, form, uh, page three model uh, Nicola McLean who I remember she never was my favorite but she does have a couple of interesting points in this clip I had a fantastic time being a page three model I started modeling at 15 not topless because that would have been illegal I started doing beauty modeling and then at 18 decided to become a some page three girl and I just had a ball I um, didn't get good grades at school I can't lie I am um, probably by the way I didn't get good grades at school in fact I actually got kicked out um, sorry uh, my bullet I got bullied I got bullied so badly that I didn't complete the last year of my schooling um, and then I went on to like uh, went on to college, and I continued to have shit grades. Um, I I want this to be uh, I want this to be public knowledge. I I don't feel that if you have bad grades, it's the be and end all of your educational journey. If you have bad grades, it's something to improve upon. If you have great p- grades, it's a level to try and stay at. 
If you don't stay at that level, then that's fine. But, you know, it should be something that you should always be wanting to, to, to grow on, the education of yourself. It would have ended up in a deadbeat job, if I'm honest. And instead, I've seen the world. I've had some fantastic opportunities and experiences. I got to meet some fantastic other strong females. And I've really, I really enjoyed it. So what do you think? By the way, um, there's a story I know of a porn star called uh, Stacey Jacked, who was who's uh, who was similar to Nicole's age, um, and she was um, in a um, shop selling shoes, uh, and now she's an extremely popular porn star. I, she's actually one of my um, hyper focused girls at the moment. If you get my drift. About the fact that there is no longer a topless model on page three. I found it re- I don't find it sad that there's not a topless model on page three anymore. I find it's sad the way that the feminist groups have gone about it. I think that it's absolutely appalling that we're faced with of judgment still. We're being judged that we've been exploited when actually it's totally not the case. I thought that feminism, being a feminist, was about finally getting to a point where women in this day and age can do what they want and make their own choices. This is exactly what I was saying. Um, I really feel, I really, you know, I was talking last week about being an artist. For me, I, I, the more that I hear about them, the more I resent um, the No More Page Free um, um, group because like I said, in terms of porn star, porn stars are artists. Page three models are artists. They're like, um, um, like the drawing artists of the, the of um, the thirteenth century. But it it takes a different type of art to to encapsulate that that woman's beauty or that woman's uh, what she's trying to relay onto um, the image. Because um, obviously, I, I um, what I'm getting at is um, with models, it's not just the beauty; it's also the the message that they're trying to um, um, to to give out within that uh, within certain photo shoots. Obviously, not page three, but there's more to that than this. More to um, the pictures than just getting their tits out way feel demeaned or objectified by One, being a page streamer. 100% not. It was a job. He said it is old-fashioned now. It doesn't reflect the values that society has in this day and age. He didn't tweet that. He tweeted that it was old-fashioned. <laughs> bigger issue here that one yeah. of the things that uh, it happens in the sun newspaper is that the only time that you often see a woman is on page three and she's not wearing a top you'll see men running the country doing other things but this is how potentially also not wearing tops how many times have we seen in like tabloid newspapers the prime minister on holiday topless uh, 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 um, shot by paparazzi james bond cont- uh, you know one of the probably one of the most famous topless part um, topless torsos um when it was uh, when it was a casino um casino royale this this to me is a woman who seems to be pushing the 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 motion of uh, patriarchy just being morally wrong in terms of how women should um should not behave when there's so much more to that than that. What women are perceived and the impression.
passionless gives people, particularly young minds as well, is that this oh, is how you sake. should see young women. I totally agree with what you're saying, but I disagree with the fact that it's the only time women are seen. I mean, the editor of The Sun was a female. Yep. That says, as I do. I do. Yeah. What do you think that topless models, though, teaches your boys, the young children, about a woman's place in society? I would say, firstly, the, la- the, the page three would be the best thing that my son could see in the Sun newspaper, if I'm honest, a female form in the way oh. Oh, I'm thinking of the newspaper itself. ...that we're facing, what you were just talking about before you introduced me. There's so many other things that is greater, a greater problem for him to see. What does it teach him? I don't don't think it teaches them anything because me as a mother teaches my children about women. And my sons have a great respect for women. So Mm. does it not worry you that the image that they're seeing is a woman who... Tall, you know, it's pretty perfect. This is the female body in its perfect form. It's not a very realistic portrayal of. I'm done with this uh, this uh, this one because this one actually makes me quite cross because she's just asking the wrong questions. And last but not least, um, oh, I'm really pushing for time here, but here's uh, Rebe- Rebecca Crown what she has to say. Um, I'm not a reader of the Sun newspaper. I wish. No, I can't say I wish I was. I think it's just prints a load of drivel that tries to distract us from the real problems of the world. This um, is what I said. They never put me on their pages anyway. I'm covered in far too many tattoos for them. I think page three should change. It needs to change. I think it should be more open to um, body positive women um, who are topless models and just to celebrate all forms of the female body rather than just young 20-year-old um, former uh, beauty and fitness models. Well, I'm not really affiliated with them in any way apart from the fact that I know a couple of the girls. I'm 22 years old. I pay my rent on a property in central London. I also pay my tax. I don't see what any of us are doing wrong. It seems to me that a lot of the No More Pageant campaigners are fat bra-burning lesbians. <laughs> Oh, no, no, word, word, yo, no, I'm, I won't do that joke again. I promise you, I won't do it again. really know what they've done. They think they're fighting a battle for feminism. However, they are fighting a battle against other women. Yep. When women were campaigning for the vote or for equal pay, never have we been campaigning against each other. Yep. We're meant to stand together. Yep. Campaigning against other women is not feminism. Just because you don't like something, you can't brand it feminism. Absolutely agree. And furthermore, um, because I'm running out of time, I'm going to have to mention it now because I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit it in. But um, ATP women make to a pound that a man makes. Unless it's porn, that's just out and out wrong to me. Unless... I, I can't imagine why, for the life of me, um, in other situations where that would be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. It should be just legal. It should be fair pay for everyone. Let's have a quick look at the No More Page 3 Twitter. They have 37,000 followers. All of them bar-burning lesbians. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a fair amount of people supporting their cause. However, there is another Twitter, which is not related to page three, but it is related to a group of women who are fighting very strongly for women's rights. 
They are the Free the Nipple Movement, you've probably heard of them, and their Twitter account has 132,000 followers, and it is now very much the norm for men to be seen topless. However, women are still not allowed, even in cases where women have been banned from breastfeeding in public. Why? Why? It's nature. You know what? Because I don't have milky tits, I'm, that's, all, that's all I'm going to say. But I feel that if a child is hungry, you, feel, you feed the little bastard. They are meant to feed our children. That is their primary purpose. Any over-sexualisation is a side effect of today's society. What she said. Okay, last point. And um, to me, this is the one that, that, that gets me going the most in terms of like, it's just we say we say one thing is wrong and then the the other thing in similar light is right. It's fucking stupid. If we take a look at today's magazines that are geared towards women, mostly on the front cover, you will see a lot of body shaming, a lot of slut shaming. I don't understand why people think these magazines are acceptable. Yet a pair of boobs on page three of the Sun newspaper sends people into fits of horror <laughs> <laughs> i find uh, i'm laughing out of sheer anger because obviously I, i'm non-monogamous and um and i was talking about uh, being body 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 positive and yet we have these magazines i tell you what i wish i could burn those magazines i do because it's 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 those are the those are the bigger dangers to women than than the lad mags or the uh, page fee or any kind of like um, expression of, of of the naked female bodies. What you're what you're saying to to younger people and women in general is that be monogamous, be skinny, and be true. Be true to your man or your people. Have a family. I keep reading all these desperate t- uh, celebrity. Um, um, reality TV women saying, oh, I'm so lonely, I wish I had a boyfriend, you know, I, I will thought I'd have a family by now. That's so sad to me. There's so much more that they can do with these magazines than be, do something as selfish. And it is selfish when you think about it. It's you um, extending your legacy if you if you want to have a family and have like a million kids, that's you adding to the world. Whereas we already have um, a world that is overrun. It, you know, um, there's not we're running out of space to create um, new places for people to live. Homelessness still exists, and yet you want to create. To me, that's selfish. I, I feel that. You know, if you're in a position and you're famous, you should be trying to give something back. And if you're using that space um, to slut shame and to 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 body shame and to piss and whine about uh, uh, how how small your existence is, then you're really not getting it, and you really aren't, and you really don't deserve to be a celebrity because all you are is talking about what these magazines want to hear and you're creating a vicious cycle of women who who may who who may grow up to act, to to hate themselves 
And I think that's where I'm going to end it here because I am way over over the time limit. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, next week is fuck me. Next week will be um, uh, the, t- uh, the the results of the TNA thing. What I think of the product live. I hope it will be awesome. Um, also, it'll be Super Bowl, so I will try and get a host. So I'll try and get a guest in uh, to talk about that. And there's something else happening next week as well. Oh, it's February, which means it's my birthday month. So we'll we'll start talking about that as well. But I'm going to go and fuck off and have a beer. And enjoy the Royal Rumble. Enjoy the Royal Rumble, people. See you later. Bye. Where are you? Where are you?